Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Testing, testing, one, two, three, testing. Hello, everyone. Welcome and welcome back. I hope that you can hear me because this, um, hello, this um, microphone being wonky again. Oh, brother. Um, <laughs> the worst thing I could do is um, do a whole taping and have to do it over. I had to do that once and boy, was it a pain in the back. Um, like I said, welcome and welcome back to everyone. Shabbat Shalom. I hope that you are enjoying your Sabbath and, um, we are here with another Sabbath lesson. We are still on, um, second Kings, AKA two Kings, I call it. And, um, we are moving forward with what these Kings are doing. We already know that a lot of them are just doing all kinds of stuff. It's a lot of shenanigans going on with these Kings. Okay, people are not listening. Everything is about um, listening, adhering, and um, being subordinate to your father. And when you become insubordinate, this is where all the problems come in. This is why we're in the situations we're in right now today in 2023. Um, I am not going to give you um, a recap on last week's lesson. We're going to keep moving forward. And, um, like I said, we are on, um, we are in two Kings, AKA second Kings. We are on outline number seven, which consists of chapters 19, 20, and 21. Now, when we get to, um, the last chapter of the outline, which is outline eight, it's going to be four, uh, chapters instead of three, because there's 25 in all, and I did three and then that left one left. So, um, is it next week? I think it is. Yep, next week there'll be four chapters. So I want you to know that. Um, I also want to say before we start reading, I hope that those people who are searching for something, those people who are searching for um balance in them in their lives, um, in terms of spiritual balance, in terms of um focusing on who you are and just trying to get a sense of where you fit in in life. I hope that these lessons are helping you. Um, I hope that you learn some, even if that's not what you um, came to this platform for. In any case, I hope that this, um, these lessons, um, everything that I upload, everything, daily lessons, scriptural jewels, um, uh, um, everything is relevant, you know, everything. Um, I hope that you get to learn something and apply it to your life because we're not meant to just 
be born, do nothing and die. We're supposed to connect with our father simply because sin abounds. Not only are we supposed to connect with our father, we also supposed to get in line with him so we can move to the next life and have real life right here is just a struggle. It's a struggle because sin abounds and we already understand that. And we know that if you don't know that by now, if you knew, listen to all the lessons, but if you are not new, this is not new to you. Okay. You may have to refresh yourself on a lot of these things, but this, this is not new to you. Um, at this point, you shouldn't be saying to yourself, why is this happening? Why is that happening? You shouldn't because you know, I mean, grab a lesson, grab two lessons. Everything is relevant. Grab them, understand what's happening. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, we're going to start with chapter 19 and then I'm going to read the highlights of this outline slash reading. And then we just going to move forward. Like I said, we still in the Kings, honey, and they just doing all kinds of stuff. So, oh, I want to say this too, before I start, I'm sorry, for my last um, lecture that I did, um, I said that the souls were crying under the mantle when the souls are actually crying <laughs> under the throne. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I get in a, um, I go into my tangents, honey. I am tunnel vision. I'm just focused, focused, focused. But um, the spirits are, or the souls are crying under the throne and asking the most high, how long? The angels are asking the most high, how long? Everything is asking the most high, how long? Abel's asking the most high, how long? All of the martyrs are asking the most high, how long? The prophets are asking the most high, how long? The um, apostles is asking the most high, how long? Everything, every spirit, every soul is asking the most high, how long? How long do we have to endure this? How long do we have to wait? How long is the endurance of Esau's world? How long does the devil get to reign? How long is he the prince of this air? How long is all the shenanigans going to continue to happen? And the most high is letting everybody know, just hold on a little longer. Hold on a little longer. Oh, it's going to come when you least expect it. So that's what I want to say about the last lesson that was on Wednesday. Yeah, because when I, um, a lot of times I listen to my lessons and sometimes I don't because I have other things to do, but I did listen to this lesson. And I was like, oh gosh, sometimes I, I cringe, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I didn't make so many mistakes last time. Just this, I hear myself doing that. And I may have made something else, but I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I try to correct my, um, mistakes because i like to stay honest at all times so yeah i'll either try to fix it um on that lesson or i will because i have other people here that's looking up stuff too but um they're not here right now but usually somebody else is passing me notes or somebody's saying something in the background that's how i catch it but it didn't happen that, um this last time so yeah i listened to it and i said oh gosh let me just fix that <laughs> anyway Moving back to this lesson, um, let's move forward on the highlights. Okay, we're on um, 2 Kings um, chapter 19, 1 through 5. Hezekiah's morning sends to Isaiah to pray for them. 6 through 7, Isaiah comforts them. 8 through 13, Sennacherib going to encounter Terakoth sends a blasphemous letter to Hezekiah. Now, I want to say this. I'm going to do my best to sound out these words, but if they are really, really 
because I try to look at it first and I know I could tackle it. I just keep moving forward. But if it's something I really can't tackle, I go to this site that um, really pronounces these words for me so that I could do it because I know these words are outlandish, honey. They just outlandish. So um, I just want you to know that. Uh, verses 20 through 34, Isaiah's prophecy of the pride and destruction of Sennacherib and the good of Zion, um, verses uh, 35, or verse 35, an angel slays the Assyrians, verses uh, 36 and 37, Sennacherib is slain by his own sons. Okay, so we're going to move forward into this reading and let's do what we do. Okay. And I am reading from the um, Amplified Bible because it's in um, plain English. The Dandal gives me Ajada, even though we should be in the Dandal because they try to make it as um, close to it as possible. However, there is a um, Sifa Bible that you can go to and they keep the original names and everything. And that's like the best one. Um, even though it has these long names, but it has the original names and not the um, switched out names. Because remember, 500 years ago, there was no J's. There's a lot of sayings in this Bible, um, in these amplifiers and these new Bibles that the original scriptures did not have. Remember, the original scriptures was written in Hebrew. And sometimes when you translate different um, languages, there is no translation. So a lot of times when you see um, italics, in Bibles is something that they made up that they thought was in there and remember who's putting these Bibles together and also remember that the most high said he never dealt with nobody else but the children of Israel so connect those dots anyway all right um chapter 19 I'm gonna say um Isaiah encourages Hezekiah when King Hezekiah heard it and remember last week he tore his clothes and covered himself with sackcloth and went into the house, which is the temple of the Most High. Then he sent Eliakim, who was in charge of the household, Shebna, the scribe, and the elders of the priests, covered in sackcloth to Isaiah, the prophet, the son of, son of Amos. Hold on. They said to him, Thus says Hezekiah, this is the day of distress and anxiety, of punish and humiliation, for the children have come to the time of their birth, and there is no strength to rescue them. It may be that the Most High Yael will hear all the words of Rabshakeh, whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to tort and defy the living L. They know who the living L is. And will rebuke the words which the most high your L has heard. Hold on. So after a prayer for the remnant of his people that is left in Yahuda. Okay. Because you already know there was war. So the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah. Isaiah said to them, say to this, your master, say this to your master. Thus saith the most high, do not be afraid because the words that you have heard with which the servants of the king of Assyria have revealed blasphemed me. 
Mm-hmm. Because remember last week, the king of Assyria said, who gonna, who gonna take you from my hands, boo? Who gonna take me? You see how puffed up people of power get? Because the devil is just telling them, oh yeah, you, gonna, you got this on lock. You got this on lockdown, which is a lie. Remember, the father is the father of spirits. The devil is a spirit who's running around seeking who he made the power. And the most high allows him to get to the other nations. This is why the devil tries his hardest to get to the nation that's promised to the most high. This is why all the nonsense is happening to the children of Israel. Because the devil doesn't like you. Period. Verse 7. Behold, it will put, I will put a spirit in him. Listen, listen. Listen, listen, people. I need to, I need you to listen. Now, this is how you could prove that the most high is the father of spirits. Because remember, that wicked king from Syria is saying, Who, who's going to take you out of my hands when I come and, and plunder your land and, and put you in bondage, a.k.a. slavery? Who's taking you, boo? Who's taking you? Remember, the children of Israel went into slavery several times. I can't even say several times. More than that. It seemed like they go into um, slavery every time they um, don't adhere to the uh, laws of the Most High. Because the most, the most High says it in Deuteronomy 28. He keeps saying it. So it will always come to pass because the Most High sent out that word. That word doesn't stop. It's perpetual. So you're not listening to me. You're going into bondage. How many times did the children of Israel, the true children of Israel, go into slavery? Come on now. Let's just, let's just talk it out. They went into slavery many times. Uh, uh, Egypt, which is Mizraim, is not the only time. This is how you could tell the true children of Israel. Okay, they took the biggest, the best. They took um, the most um, educated, the, the strongest, the most uh, virile and vital. They took all of them and left. Sometimes they left the um, the um, lowest on the um, socioeconomic scale or um, served them. Um, in regards to the kingdom of Yahuda and Israel. Sometimes they took everybody except the real poor people. That's what I mean. Like the lowest of the low. Um, sometimes they took everybody, the most um, influential. They took all the king's people, all the line of the kings. They they take them. These, um, these um, uh, nations that come and plunder and the most high allows them, they take the best of the best and leave the leftovers that's what they do and we're gonna we're gonna experience that once we continue to um, move forward in this book you're gonna know and i say that to say and i keep referring to florida how on earth can some heathen say that uh they he they took the children of israel because that's who they are they took the children of israel and they taught them skills Honey, if you real, if you really do some real research into history, when the heathens went into Africa to steal uh, people, they took the best people. They took people um, of a certain age. They took people of a certain occupation. They took people. They knew exactly who they was going to take. So this is why it's detrimental for Florida or whoever else to um, not talk about everybody's history because it's lies. To say that they just brought these dumb people over here, they didn't know nothing, and we taught them how to do stuff. Lies. If that's the case, there would be no bronze statues in any European um, uh, 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 museums. There would be no things that um, they that European people consider so sacred and so wonderful that their own people can't have them, and they took them and put them in their museums. This stuff was there when they came over there. 
when they came to get uh, the children of Israel and whoever else, because there was other nations that they took to, when they came to get them, they saw stuff that blew their minds. So they stole it. And they said, oh, no, this is too important for your own people to keep. It's happening now. It, it's been happening back then and now. The stuff that they plundered and stole. That been there, working with iron and all of that. The children of Israel was doing that way, way, way in the beginning. And you, you, you heard that in some of these scriptures and you'll continue to hear it. Okay. Everything happens for a reason. The most high said in Daniel, when he, um, when he was talking to Daniel, cause Daniel was a major prophet about the four major kingdoms that plundered the children of Israel, the four major ones. And that's not counting all the rest of these um, smaller ones like Assyria and all of that. There's children of Israel went to bondage many times and they had to build infrastructure. Now, how is it? Oh, I'm going to put you under, um, I'm going to put you in slavery and then I'm going to make you build. The children of Israel had gold. They was wealthy. This is where the laws, you need to start reading the laws and understanding what the laws said. When the Most High said, I'm going to give you your lot. I'm giving you all this land vast lands i'm giving you vast wealth in a in the form of uh cattle and whatever else i'm giving you gold i'm telling you where the goal is i'm giving you all of this but if you don't listen to me you're going to be sick you're going into bondage the people going to be um over top of you you're going to be doing all this stuff and they're going to take it you ain't going to be able to enjoy your children or none of the fruits of your labor this is the law this is the law. And remember, the Most High did this before the foundation of the world. He made the blueprint before the foundation of the world of what the children of Israel was going to do, what kind of people the children of Israel was going to be, how they was going to be his no matter what, and how blessed they are. So you're saying to me that the children of Israel is not blessed when the Most High said, oh, I'm going to put this blessing on you. When the Most High put a blessing on you, you are complete. 100% complete. There's nothing lacking in you. This is why when you wait for the uh, most high to give you a mate, when you wait for the most high to bring you up and you start walking, you have to be dealt with by the most high. You got to learn how to be a sparring athlete with all the stuff that the most high put all that um, adversity and all of that is meant for you to be a sparring athlete. Now, all those people who listen to me and y'all watch the Olympics and you watch uh, basketball and all these other games, you have to have stealth, stamina, everything. Okay. Favor of the people. That's what the most high gives you when you wait for him, when you listening to him, but when you're not listening to him, you're going to get the exact opposite. People need to start putting on a spiritual thinking caps. Okay. And my job is to teach you to understand who the children of Israel are and who their most high is. Now, I'm not saying I, I could wrap my head around the most high. No, I don't. I can't. And nobody can because we don't have the capacity to do that. We ain't nothing but a little light to the father of lights. But I'm going to do my best um, with the Ruach teaching me to bring you where you need to be. And that's my job. Okay. And it's no more and no less. And I will always be humble and let you know. I'm not going to uh, puff up and tell you, oh, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. No, I'm a humble servant of the most high. That's all I am. I'm a humble servant. Okay. And I'm grateful and feel very blessed to be able to do what I do for you and for me. Okay. Because we all learn together. This is how it is. I have to humbly come to you and say this. So now we're going to keep moving. We're on eight. Sennacherib defies the Most High. 
So Rabshika returned and found the king of Assyria fighting against a fortified city in Judah. For he had heard that the king had left Lachish. When the king heard them say concerning Terakah, yeah, king of Ethiopia, behold, he has come out to make war against you. He sent messengers again to Hezekiah saying, say this to Hezekiah. Now, this is the king of Judah. Say this to Hezekiah, king of, say this to Hezekiah, the king of Yahuda, who is Judah. Do not let your L on whom you relied deceive you. Listen, listen to what these heathen kings say. Yes, I did say the heathen kings, the one of Assyria and the one of Ethiopia. Uh-huh. Because you got to be a heathen thinking that the most high ain't going to get to you. Stop playing. Say to Hezekiah, the king of Yahuda, don't let your L to whom you rely on deceive you <laughs> by saying, hold on. Hold on. Turning the pages and it's onion skin. By saying, Jerusalem shall not be handed over to the king of Assyria. You see how pompous and arrogant this king of Assyria is? He's a devil. The devil is uh, jumping all over him and whispering in his ear and he's believing the hype. That's why I call them dumb criminals. You got to be dumb to go against the most high. Anyway, verse 11. Listen, you have heard what the Assyrian kings have done to all the lands, destroying them completely. So will you be spared? This is the, uh, this is the unadulterated... Um, egotistical heathenism of these kings because there's no faith no nothing hold on okay oh excuse me verse 12 did the gods of the nations for whom my forefathers destroyed rescue them from gozan and haran of mesopotamia and Raspath and the people of Eden who were in Tesalar, Telasar, sorry, Telasar, where the king of Hamath, the king of Arpad of North Syria, the king of the city of Seraphim, of Hena and Iva. Uh, verse 14, Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. When he went, then he went up to the house, which is the temple of the most high and spread it out before the most high. He spread out the letter before the most high. Remember the most high is in the temple. Hold on. Ooh, hot. Hezekiah prayed before the most high and said, Oh, Yah, the El of Yasharel, who is enthroned above the cherubim of the ark of the temple. You are the L, you alone, for all the kingdoms of the earth, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made the heavens and the earth, and that's exactly the truth. Oh, Yah, bend down your ear and hear. Yah, open your eyes and see. 
hear the taunting of the words of Seneca Cherub, which he has sent to taunt and defy the living L. Because mm -hmm. he ain't talking that nonsense to uh, Hezekiah. He's talking it to the Most High. He's saying your Most High is lying to you because I'm getting ready to tear y'all up. Do you hear the blasphemous words that he said? The blasphemy. It is true. Yeah, that the Assyrian kings have devastated the nations and their lands and have thrown their gods into the fire for they were not real gods, but only the work of man's hands, idolatry, and stone so they could destroy them and have destroyed them. Now, oh yeah, RL, please save us from the hands of all the kingdoms of the earth. So that all the kings of the, excuse me, so that all the kingdoms of the earth will know without a shadow of a doubt that you alone are the L, the power, honey. So Hezekiah has gone to the throne humbly asking the most high, Father Yah, do damage. That's basically what he's saying. Do damage, Father Yah, because they blaspheming. They getting too, uh, too, uh, grown for their britches talking nonsense saying the l can't do this and the l can't do that oh no you're not gonna blaspheme the most high you're not gonna blaspheme the most high that's what you're not gonna do mm -hmm. it's a lot of kings that's gonna say this it's a lot of kings that's gonna say this and the most High gonna get get the stepping all over them like grapes the most high's answer through isaiah then isaiah the son of amos went sent word to Hezekiah saying, thus saith the most high, the El of Yasharal, I have heard your prayer, Hezekiah, to me regarding Sennacherib, the king of Assyria. And this is also a bridge from Isaiah 37, 21 through 38. So we'll be, we'll be hearing that again at some point. This is the word that the Most High has spoken against him, the king of Assyria. Hold on. Hold on. The virgin daughter of Zion has displaced you and mocked you. The daughter of Jerusalem has shaken her head behind you. Whom have, whom have you taunted and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice? And haughty lifted up your and haughtily lifted up your eyes against the Holy One of Yasharal. Through your messengers you have taunted and defiled the Most High, and have said boastfully, with many chariots, I have come up to the heights of the mountains. To the remotest part of Lebanon, I cut down its tall cedar trees and its choicest cypress trees. I entered its most distant lodging, its densest forest. I dug wells and drank foreign waters. And with the sole of my feet, I dried up all the rivers of the lower Nile of Egypt. Have you not heard? Asked the Most High of Yashorel. This is the Most High talking to the king of Assyria. Oh, you didn't hear what I did in um, Egypt? 
Oh, you didn't know which was the first um powerful world rulers. You didn't know what I do. I see now I want you to think about this. I want you to think about what I'm getting ready to say. Every nation, every nation, and this is a law, statute, precept, and command of the most high and will, and I'll keep going through it. Every nation, every nation that has uh come against the most high's children, the children of Israel, no matter what they did, the most high is going to avenge them. Every nation that the children of most high have been abused, killed in slavery, uh, uh, skin taken off, uh, alligator bait, uh, whatever it is, every nation that have come in the past, the present and the future that have come against the children of Israel, the most high is going to deal with. And many of these nations, like what I'm reading, Assyria, Syria, and all of that, what's happening to them today? What is the law? What's the law? The law of sowing and reaping says the most high will not be mocked. What you sow, you're going to reap. That's in the New Testament. What's, what's the law in the Old Testament? An eye for an eye. Same thing. Has that law ever gone and, and go away? No. So as Syria rolls up against the children of Israel, what's happening to them today? I'm just pointing out the truth. What's happening to them today? You're not going to play with the most high. That's what you're not going to do. You're not going to play with the most high. Every nation that ever came up against the children of Israel and did them bad, guess what? It's coming back like a boomerang that's not going to miss. Trust and believe. This Bible is a testimony uh, for it. It's a testament, old and new. Those books that they took out of the Bible or that connect with the Bible, that's hidden and it's just coming up nowadays. That's a testimony too. The prophets that wrote them books, it's a testimony. The book of um, um, Enoch, that's a testimony. These are all testimonies to let you know that the Most High has never forgotten anything that any of these nations did to the children of Israel. And he's coming to get them full force. Just like he wrote this, um, he sent this word that one of the scribes wrote down and sent to this king of Assyria. Just letting you know, oh, you didn't hear about me? You don't, you didn't hear about me? Oh, I'm sure you heard about me because I'm getting ready to show you who I am and who these children are to me. Okay. This is what we, we get ready to uh, go through this right now. So I'm on 25 again. Have you not heard? Ask the, um, the most high of Yeshurel. Long ago, I did it. From ancient, from ancient times, I planned it. Now I have brought it to pass that you, king of Assyria, should be my instrument to turn four to five cities into ruinous heaps. Therefore, their inhabitants were powerless. So the Most High did that for him. And he didn't even, um, he wasn't even uh, thankful. You see how the Most High give everybody gifts and they show the Most High they behind the kids. Remember, the Most High don't have no favorites, but his lot is his children. And you're not gonna mess with his children, honey. Not without him coming out like a mother bear going in. No, that's not what you're gonna do. Verse 26, again, therefore, their inhabitants were powerless. They were shattered in spirit and put to shame. They were like plants in the field. The green herb as grass on the housetop is scorched before it is grown up. But I, the most high, know you're sitting down, O Senator Cherub, 
you're going out, you're coming in, and you're raging against me. You think the Most High ain't sitting there watching the nonsense that he was doing? That's why he said, oh, I'm sitting, I'm looking, I'm watching you, all the nonsense you're doing, and the, and the blasphemous words that you say against me and trying to go up against my children. And because of your arrogance and complacency have come up to my ears, I will put my hook in your nose and my bridle in your lips and I will turn you back to Assyria by the way that you came. You hear that? Then this shall be a sign of these things that you, Hezekiah, this year, you will eat what grows of itself and the second year, what springs up voluntarily. And the third year, sow and reap, plant vineyards and eat their fruit. The survivors who remain in the house of Yahudah will again, excuse me, yeah, will again take root downward and bear fruit upward. For a remnant will go forth from Jerusalem and the band of survivors from Mount Zion, the zeal of the Most High of hosts shall perform this. Therefore, thus saith the Most High concerning the king of Syria. Hold on. He will not come to this city in Jerusalem, nor shoot an arrow there, nor will he come before it as a shield, nor throw up siege, throw up a siege ramp against it. That means the Most High said, you, you ain't coming nowhere near here. I said it. You ain't coming nowhere near here. That's what he said. Hold on. So you want to start blaspheming me and, and saying, I ain't nothing? Okay. I got you, Assyria. I got you. I got you. By the way that he came, by the same way he will return, and he will not come into the city, declares the Most High. So what did the Most High say? Oh, you ain't coming here. I don't care how much trash you talking. Who's going to move me, boo? Who? Now you want to keep talking that nonsense when I allowed you to destroy them other lands? Now you're getting too uppity, you're getting too pompous, you're getting too arrogant, and you allowing the devil to keep lying to you, dumb criminal. 34, for I will protect the city to save it for my own sake, not for the sake of the children of uh, Yahuda, because you know they a mess. Even though those are his lot, those are his children that he's going to spank on his own. Nobody else is going to spank them unless he sends somebody to do it. I'm going to read it again, 34. For I will protect the city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Then it will come to pass that night that the angel, listen, let me say something. I need to say this. As fast as the Most High said this, that's when the angel came down. I told you, honey, the Most High's word, is sharper than any two-edged uh, sword. Any two-edged sword. I'm going to read it again. Then it came to pass. Now, remember what the Most High just said. Then it came to pass that night that the angel of the Most High went forth and struck down 185,000 men in the camp of the Assyrians. Say who? The host of the heaven, for heaven's armies do strike down them heathens, 185,000 of them. You're not going to play with the most high. What did I tell you? You're not playing with the most high. Now you can go play with yourself, but you're not going to play with the most high, honey. No, no, no. You're not going to bless even the most high. You're not going to do none of that. Nope, nope, nope. You're not going to do any of that. Okay? Struck them all down. 
when the survivors got up early in the morning, behold, all 185,000 of them were dead. So Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, left and returned home and lived in Nineveh. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what, what he said? In a nutshell, he said, oh, yeah, your L ain't going to save you. I'm going to destroy all this. You didn't hear all the things that I did? So he sent that in a letter to King Hezekiah. King Hezekiah went to the throne. Talk to the Most High. Most High, you see what he they saying? You see they blaspheming you? They trying to kill us all this, that, the other? Most High sent Isaiah, who was a prophet. Oh, I heard what you said. I heard your prayer. Now tell him what I said. If that ain't power, I don't know what is. And after the most high said, um, Isaiah to say what he said, right after it, that's when here come the angel of the heaven's armies striking you down. One angel could do it. One. You already heard the one angel, the angel came. One angel can strike down multitudes. Can you imagine if the Most High sent all the angels? Oh, that's not what you want. 37. It came about as he was worshiping in the house of Nishrach, his God, this is that um, Assyrian king, that the sons of uh, Dremelech And Ariziah killed him with the sword and they escaped to the land of Ararat. And Ashadadin, oh, wait, Asher, Asharhaddon, his son became king in his place. You see what happens to people when they keep mouthing off? You keep blaspheming the most high. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna do you real good. I'm gonna do you. Oh yes, the most high did him good. Oh, yes, you're not going to go against the Most High. That's not what you're going to do, baby, because you're not going to win. Who is going to save you from the Most High? Who? Nobody. Your arms is too short to box with the Most High. Everybody, even the devil. Ooh. All right. Now we are on chapter 20. Mm. Most High is not playing with these heathens, and he ain't even playing with his own children because you know he's spanking them too. He let them go into bondage because they don't listen. And then when these um these heathen nations start getting puffed up, talk about, yeah, we got the children of the Most High, because who the Most High is? They just don't worship him. Oh, yeah, we got the children of the Most High so that we can do whatever we want to on this earth. And then Most High turn around and go, I don't think so. And then they get wiped off. This is going to continue to happen. All through these Old Testament, it's going to continue to happen. We're going to see. Verse 20, here's the highlights. Uh, one through seven, Hezekiah having received a message of death by prayer has his life lengthened verses eight through 11 the sun go oh my goodness i'm gonna need you to hold on to this i'm gonna need you to listen i'm gonna need you to focus on what i'm gonna say when i read this okay i'm gonna need you to listen to this because this is important honey and i'm gonna say this I'm gonna get when I when I get to it, when I get to it, it's gonna be um I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna talk about it because it's so good and I, I feel like talking about it right now, but I, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna wait until I get to it, then I'm gonna talk about it. Okay. 
but it says, I don't even want to say it because if I say it, I'm going to start talking about it. That's how much I want to say. But anyway, verses 8 through 11, the sun goes down 10 degrees backwards for a sign of that promise. I, I, oh my goodness. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. You know, this just gives me the shivers. It gives me the shivers. Ooh, it gives me the shivers. Oh, oh, it gives me the shivers. Oh my goodness. For them people who don't think that this Bible is real, honey, you could... The whole world history, world history, I'm talking about world history, various things that happened in world history could line up with this Bible. Various things, world history line up with this Bible. And this this sun, um, going back 10 degrees, it has happened in the scriptures. If you do recent, um, if you do some research right now, right now, even the scientists had to say there was a point in time when um time extended itself. They'll call it time extended itself, but the most high turn that uh, turn of time 10 degrees so that they keep fighting this is a historical event a true historical event okay it's in this bible but it is a true historical event yes honey they talk about that now all these naysayers and heathens yes they talk about it they can't explain it because uh um heathens cannot comprehend the the power and the mystery of the most high that's why they can't understand it but it has happened Okay, now we're going to move forward with uh, verses 12 and 13. Brodok, um, Baladon, sending to visit Hezekiah because of the wonder, okay, the miracle, has notice of his treasures. Verses 14 through 19, Isaiah, understanding, understanding thereof, foretells the Babylonian captivity. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, I want to say something about that too, because that is important concerning the children of Israel. This is important as we continue to move forward in this scriptures. Um, the scriptures is the whole Old Testament, the whole chronology of how the children went back and forth, how they was chosen, how they was um, given to the Most High, how they didn't listen. This is the whole Testament chronology of the children of Israel, Old Testament. This is all about the children of Israel, the who, the what, the when, the why, the how, all of it. Okay, about the children of Israel. Now, verses 20 through 21, Manasseh succeeds Hezekiah and Hunty, all hell gonna break loose when Manasseh get in there. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, see this, ooh, ooh, I'm almost shaking, honey. I'm shaking, ooh, I'm shaking. All right, ooh, I'm gonna need a break, wait. <laughs> I'll be right back. Now we're going to move forward with uh, chapter 20. Chapter 20 is a very important chapter. Very, 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 very important. I need you guys to listen. Hearken, hearken. I need you to hearken to what I'm about to say. Because this is important. I'm going to need you to hearken because this is, this here is, this is massive. This is huge. This is important. This is world history I'm getting ready to talk about. Not only is it biblical history, it's world history. If you do some research, you will be able to find this event. You will be able to find this event. Yes, you will. Okay? And not in a spiritual way. You're going to find it in a carnal way. But you got to understand that we live in a carnal um, physical plane. And 
this is Esau's world, so naturally it's going to be a lie connected to it or something, or a half-truth or some kind of rationalization of heathen uh, explanation. Okay? Understand that and know that. All right. Verse 20. Hezekiah's illness and recovery. Now, Hezekiah was a good king. He was pretty good. Okay? This is why the Most High is getting ready to grant him what he's going to ask for. Okay, I'm going to point out several things in this chapter that is very important. Several things in this chapter is very important. Okay. Okay, verse 20. In those days when Shennacherib first invaded Yehuda, Hezekiah became deathly ill. Okay. You already know what the Most High did to um, Senna uh, Cherub. The prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came and said to him, now Isaiah is a major prophet, and he has a book. We'll be talking about that. <laughs> he got a prophecy that has not come true yet, and these days it shall. Anyway, the prophet Isaiah came to him and said, Thus saith the Most High, set your house in order, for you shall die and not recover. The bridge to that is 2 Chronicles 32, 24 through uh, 26, and it's in the book of Isaiah 38, 1 through 8. Then Hezekiah turned his face. Listen, I'm going to need you to listen. This is where true faith, true, true, true faith. That I'm going to give you a lot of instances within these scriptures about true faith, true belief, true belief. Not just, oh, yeah, you just got to believe so you don't have to do nothing else but it, okay? Uh, no, this is true belief, true faith, okay? True loyalty to faith, Okay, that's what it is, because it's a two-way street. Faith is a two-way street, and faith is has to be worked. That's what people need to uh, understand. They can't just go and do whatever they want, go, oh, yeah, I believe. Oh, I know my God. Oh, yeah, he got me. No, 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 no. You got to work your faith, and this is what Hezekiah did. Now, the Most High sent word through Isaiah that he was going to die, okay? And I already told you it's in two other places in the scriptures, two bridges, two chronicles and, and uh, Isaiah. And now we on verse two. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall because he was in the bed. He turned his face to the wall and he said. Hold on. Please, oh, yeah. Remember now with compassion how I have walked before you in faithfulness and truth. Okay? He worked his faith. He didn't just go, oh, and be lip service. Oh, no, I believe and keep being a heathen because that's what these people's doing today. Oh, no, I don't have to do none of that. I don't have to listen to the Lord. I could just have faith. Meanwhile, you being a straight up heathen from the devil. Oh, no, all I got to do is just have faith. You don't know the meaning of faith. You do not know the meaning of faith. Like I said, true faith is uh, being able to move that mountain and put it in the sea. Being able to rule, um, to uh, raise people from the dead. Being able to walk on water. Being able to become mist. Yeshua said we could do all of this once we start believing in him. Once you feel, know, once you know who you are, because he told the apostles this. Oh, you're going to be able to do all this stuff that I did and even more faith i don't see nobody with that 
And I'm sure you don't. You don't see nobody levitating, walking on water, none of that. Yeshua said we, we, we would be able to do that. I don't see nobody doing that. That's what real faith is. Again, I'm going to read it again. Verse 3. Please, oh, y'all. This is Hezekiah asking the most high, praying, meditating on his word. Calling him at his word. Please, oh, y'all, remember now with compassion how I have walked before you in faithfulness. Okay, nobody can't say they did. Nobody. We all got stuff to be ashamed of. Hezekiah said he walked in the front of the Most High in faithfulness and truth and with the whole heart entirely devoted to the Most High. Nobody don't got that. I don't care what nobody said. Show me. Okay, make me a believer. And have done what is good in your sight, Hezekiah said. Okay, and he cried bitterly. He wept bitterly. He's crying his soul out because he's asking the most high for more time. Have mercy on me, Father. Yah. You see how I was. I walked in faith and in truth. I did everything you wanted me to do. I did all that I could for myself, for you, and for the children of Israel, not in any particular order. I'm just saying. Okay, this is what he's doing, crying like a baby, asking the most high. Please have mercy on me. Let me have a little more time. I'm asking for a little more time, Father Yah. I'm going to talk about uh, something else in a minute, but just give me a minute. Before Isaiah had gone out of the middle yard, courtyard, the word of the Most High came to him saying, you see how fast the Most High answered him? Because he was in the will of the Most High. You see how fast he answered? How fast that answer came? Ooh. Isaiah walked out and came back and had an answer for um, Hezekiah. Verse five, go back and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus saith the most high, the heir of David, your father, who is the answer, your ancestor. I have heard your prayer. Uh-huh, he heard it. I've heard your prayer. You think the most high don't hear all the stuff we do? He's sitting there watching everything we do. It's like an ant farm. I already told you. You hold up an ant farm, you can see everything in the ant farm. You can see everything that the ant is doing, every last thing. That's what the most high does to us. Not saying that he holds us up as an ant farm, but he can see everything we do. Everything we do, all that we are, all that we think, all the wickedness. He sees everything. That's why he said all hearts are wicked. He said every heart is wicked. It is. Everybody has fallen short. Because he can see everything we do, all that we do, everything that we think, all of that. Uh -huh. And people in their hearts sway up and down, they're good. And oh, no, not my Jesus. Oh, no. Child. Anyway, like I said, back at uh, verse 5. The Most High said, go back and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus saith the Most High, the El of David, your father, who is your ancestor, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I am healing you. What? I'm healing you. On the third day, you shall go up to the house of the Most High. Oh. It was eight toes in the grave, living. Begging the Most High for more life. What did the Most High say? Oh, yeah, I'm going to give you more life. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Now, that's real faith. That's real faith right there. Uh-huh. Death was coming. And take the rest of those two living toes with the rest of the eight and go into hell. Or wherever you going at that point. Wherever you was going, Abraham's bosom, wherever death was taking you, it was on its way. The Most High said. Hezekiah turned around and 
pray to the most high humbly with faith in his whole being, taking it all over and asking the most high, please give me more time. What the most high said, okay, baby, I'm going to give you more time. I'm going to give you more time. I'm going to give you what you want. That's exactly what he said. That's exactly what happened. Verse six, I will add 15. This is the most high talking to Isaiah, um, Isaiah to tell um, Hezekiah, I'm going to give you 15 more uh, years to live. Oh, yes. I'm going to give you 15 more years. I'm going to add 15 more years to your life and save you and this city, Jerusalem, from the hand of the king of Assyria. And I will protect this city for my sake and for my saved dirt, excuse me, and for my servant David's sake. What did he tell um, Hezekiah through Isaiah? I'm going to let you live 15 more years. Now, I already told you he had eight toes in death two toes was still holding on he turned around and he prayed to his heavenly father who he knew the power of how how he walked in the faith and held on and worked his faith he asked can he live a little longer and most i say yes you can i'm gonna give you 15 more years praise your hallelujah if that ain't a miracle i don't know what it is that's how fast the most high answered him because he was in the will of the most high can you say that can any of us say that today no Verse seven, then Isaiah said, bring a cake of figs and they brought it and placed it on the the painful inflammation. I'm gonna say something about this too. Just give me a second. And he recovered. Now, I'm gonna say this. My ministry, I believe, is to teach you and guide you where you need to go. The Most High allows me to give you information the way that I learned it. Because I learned it as a child. The Most High the Most High has to explain this stuff to me as a child, okay? And I take that and I'm going to give it to you as I learn it, okay? I'm humble enough to say that because the Most High is way beyond me. And the way that I'm able to learn is the way I'm going to teach you. Because sometimes people don't get it the regular way. Sometimes people don't get it um, a way somebody else teaches. I already told you the Most High pours out his spirit and people do what they need to do in the name of the Most High, the way they need to do it. Everybody is different. But some people get angry and get upset and disgusted when other people are uh, providing their ministry in their way that the most high gave them and they get upset about it. There's no need to get upset. We all get in um, a part of the most high spirit. Cause he said he going to pour out his spirit in the later days and people are going to be doing various things for his purposes, for his children's sake. And my part is to help teach you what I learned. Okay. That's my part. But then there's other people that help heal through food, through wisdom, through understanding. If they ain't laying hands on you, they leading you to healing, health and healing by information. If they ain't laying hand on, help, uh, hands on you, because there's people that could just lay hands on you and heal you. Then there's people who have so much information that the most high led them that they could heal you by just giving you the information and helping you to get through the information to heal you. And this is exactly what happened right here in verse seven, uh, chapter 20 of two Kings, verse seven. 
and it says, Isaiah said, who's a major prophet? Bring the cake of figs. This is a fruit. This fruit healed this king, the inflammation of the king. Okay? This fruit healed the inflammation of the king. And I'm going to tell you how powerful fruit is. The fruit of knowledge, the fruits of the spirit, laying this fruit on the king and healing him. Fruit and armor. The most high is perfect. His fruit is perfect, no matter how it comes to you. Through a word, through the actual fruit that you eat, through building up your spirit with fruit of understanding and knowledge, the fruit of the most high is powerful. And this is a blessing that he gives us. Okay? That's what I got to say about that. Move on. Verse 8, Hezekiah said to Isaiah, what will be the sign of the Most High? What will be the sign that the Most High will completely heal me? And that I shall go up to the house of the Most High on the third day. Isaiah said, verse 9, this will be the sign to you from the Most High, that he will do the thing that he has spoken Shall the widow indicating the time of the day go forward 10 steps or go back with 10 steps? Hezekiah answered, it is easy for the shadow to go forward 10 steps. No, let no, but let the shadow turn back 10 steps. So Isaiah the prophet called out to the most high and he brought the shadow on the steps, 10 step backward by which it had gone down the sundial of Ahaz. Say what? So the Most High did a miracle and turned the shadow 10 steps back to let um, to let this is 10 steps back on a sundial. So what is a sundial? A clock, okay? The clock went back 10 steps. So that means time went backwards. So Isaiah is, excuse me, um, Hezekiah is asking him, well, how long is it gonna take me? Um, what sign? Because he didn't say how long is it gonna, well, he did, but the way that he said is, what's the sign that I'm gonna be healed? And then they had a metaphor. They said a metaphor and then it actually happened. Okay, the metaphor is, well, um, 10 steps of a woman, blah, blah, blah. And literally it happened. Okay, so we know that Hezekiah was healed. That's what you need to understand. The Most High is not a game, honey. He ain't no joke. The Most High is no joke. You're not gonna mess with the Most High. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You're not gonna mess with the Most High. Once you learn, um, start learning about the Most High and walk with him, he's gonna surprise you, honey. He gonna knock your socks off. Okay, he's going to knock your socks off. And I don't mean in a bad way, honey. Oh, he's going to show you all the miracles and how wondrous and how wonderful they are. He's going to knock your socks off. Hezekiah shows Babylon his treasures. Now, I'm going to say this. 
you know Hezekiah was healed. Hezekiah was very faithful to the Most High, but Hezekiah messed up too. I already told you, everybody has fallen short of the glory of the Most High. I don't care how much you think you're walking in the Most High's. Well, yeah, because remember the Most High said, there's nobody good, not one. Nobody, nobody. For those things, with the, oh, yes, those people, there are people that's walking around talking about, oh, yeah, I'm blessed and sanctified and this and that. We all are all the children of Israel, but they rebels. They stiff-necked, they stupid, they sottish. The most high already said, these are my people, but it doesn't mean that you don't have sin. It doesn't mean that. So all these people walking around saying, oh, I'm so I'm so highly this and I'm so highly that. This is why Yeshua couldn't even go on his own land and deal with the Pharisees and um, Sadducees because they was too haughty, stiff-necked, arrogant. They was rebels. And they was back then. Even the King Hezekiah who humbly went to the most high and said can you please restore my my health remember those eight toes that was in the grave can you please restore my health the most high restored the health now hezekiah gonna fall down he can ready to fall down and i'm getting ready to explain to you right here we're gonna talk about it i already told you even those who are um humble and are walking in uh in the will of the most high and they exercising their faith they still gonna fall why because wickedness abounds i already told you it goes back to the root of adam giving his power away when adam gave his power away a whole bunch of stuff came into this world and the devil became powerful the devil has power but he don't have authority i already said what i said child how many times i'm gonna say this Whew, how many times how many times he got power but not authority he only has authority the most high give him but at the same time the wickedness has grown in our forefather, everybody's forefather, Adam. So if the wickedness grew in everybody's forefather, don't you think you got wickedness in you too? That's why the, the spirit in the soul, uh, excuse me, the spirit in the flesh move on. It has enmity. Why? Because of the prince of this ear, who is the God of this earth, who gave wickedness into Adam when he gave his power away. I can't. I ain't going to keep explaining this. I'm not going to keep explaining this. But I say this to say, Hezekiah himself, even though he had that zeal for the Most High, even though he 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 worked his faith and he loved the Most High, and the Most High knew because he gave him 15 more years to live after he had them eight toes in the grave, he's still going to stumble and fall. He's going to stumble and fall. And we can read it right now. Hezekiah shows Babylon Okay, now remember Babylon, even though Babylon was way in, um, in Genesis days, Babylon never really died. Here come Babylon again. And to this day, there's a Babylon, even though it's not a land per se of Babylon. The, uh, the spiritual Babylon is still alive and well and got kids. I already told you, Babylon got a daughter, baby. And the daughter is Mizraim. And Sodom and Gomorrah. Mizraim is bondage. And Sodom and Gomorrah is immorality. All kinds. Babylon is confusion. The mother. Okay. Now I'm getting ready to tell you. Hezekiah shows Babylon his treasures. Now why did he do that? He getting ready to fall. Now Babylon is all things wicked. Babylon is all things i have to say all things it's everything you can think of it's the devil's territory esau it's all of that babylon is all of that babylon is all of that it's confusion 
Babylon is confusion. And who is the author of confusion? The devil. The Most High is not the author of confusion. The devil is the author of confusion. So who, who rules Babylon? You better start catching what I throw. You better start catching what I throw. Verse 12. At that time, Burdock, Baladon, the son of Baladon, king of Babylon, sent letters and a gift to Hezekiah. Listen, for he had heard that Hezekiah had been sick. I need you to listen to the nonsense. 13, Hezekiah listened to and welcomed. I need you to listen to this you know why because the book of the apocalypse of abraham when uh the most high told abraham through the angel if you listen to the devil he got you i'm gonna need you to listen to this right here verse 13 chapter 20 hezekiah remember baladon um burdock baladon sent Hezekiah, he's the king of Babylon, sent Hezekiah a note and a gift. Hezekiah listened to the king of Babylon. What is Babylon? What is Babylon? What I say? And who rules Babylon? And what did Hezekiah, who listened to the Most High, what did he do to the Babylonian king? He listened to him. Uh-huh. I'm about to read it. This is what happens. I told you everything is contingent on listening. Listening to the word of the most high, the laws, the statutes, the precepts, the command. Listen to him. When you don't adhere and listen to the most high, what happens? The devil got you. Stop playing with me. I'm not going to play with you. Oh, I'm not going to play with you. This is what it's about. This is what the children of Israel, the whole thing with the children of Israel, this is what it's about. Listening to your father. When you don't listen to your father, all hell breaks loose, literally. Deuteronomy 28. You're not going to play with me. Let me keep going. I'm going to say it again. Verse 13. Ezekiah listened to the Babylonian king and welcomed him foolishly and showed him all his treasures in the house. What? Oh yeah, I'm gonna let him, I'm gonna let the devil in my house and I'm gonna show him everything I got. I'm gonna bear my soul to this devil. Say what? The silver, the gold, the spices and the precious oil and his armory and everything was found in his, everything that was found in his treasures. There was nothing in Hezekiah's house, nor in all his realm, that Hezekiah did not show this devil king. So what did he do? <laughs> what did he do? The magnitude of what Hezekiah did. Okay, come and rob me. Come and kill me, honey. Oh, yes, I'm ready. I'm going to show you everything I got. Heathen king that's ruled by the devil. I already told you what Babylon is. The Babylonian king is led by the devil. What is Babylon? Confusion. Who's the king of confusion? The devil. That's why I keep saying the devil, the devil, the devil. Because the devil antagonizes. The devil possesses a physical being. That's why the most I said, you are not fighting flesh and blood. 
You fighting whoever the devil gets into. How how do people become devils? By their thoughts and their actions. Oh my gosh. Do I have to hold your hand? Do I have to hold your hand and explain to you how this world works? Oh my goodness. Verse 14. Listen to what Isaiah said, who is a major prophet. Then Isaiah came to, then Isaiah the prophet came to King Hezekiah and said to him, what did these men say that would, what did these men say that would cause you to do this for them? From where have they come to you? Hezekiah said, they have come from a far country from Babylon. And so it begins. And so it begins. Honey, once Babylon seen the King Hezekiah and started something. King Hezekiah started something. You know why? Because Babylonian, the Babylon, uh, Babylon, physical Babylon, the original one, and spiritual Babylon has never left the children of Israel alone since Hezekiah, the king of Yahuda, let him in. What did I tell you? What did I tell you about the Most High? When you open up the door to the Most High, what is he going to bring? A whole feast for you. Everything. So you'll never thirst or uh, be hungry again for the word. Never. But when you open up the door to the devil, what comes? Confusion, delusion, division, stealing, killing, lying, everything you want, death, everything is coming when you open up the door to the devil. And what did Hezekiah just do? Open up the door to the devil. It's just that simple and just that complex. It's just as complex as those who refuse to believe it and just as simple as those who are walking in the headspace of the most high. I can't. I can't. This is too much. It's too much. It's too much. Let me keep going. Verse, uh, excuse me, verse 15. Isaiah said, what have they seen in your house? This is what he's saying to dumb, and I have to say dumb ass. You know why? People say, some people say, oh, she curses, but a dumb ass is just an ignorant donkey. It's in the scriptures. So that's why I use dumb ass, because it's an ignorant donkey. And that's what Hezekiah is being, an ignorant donkey. But I'm saying it the way the scriptures say it, the original scriptures, dumb ass. This dumb ass king... Then show the heathen king who's ruled by the devil. And we're gonna, I'm gonna prove that later. Later, 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 I'm gonna prove it. In Isaiah and in Daniel, I'm gonna prove that um uh Babylon, uh the kings that become in Babylon and take over, they all rule by the devil. I already told you Babylon in Hebrew means confusion. Who is the author of confusion? I mean, does it does not take a rocket scientist to know who these are? Back to what I was saying, and remember. The devil's not the only one. There's devils, plural, all over. No demons. There's no such thing as the word as demons. It wasn't really demons in the original scriptures. It was devils. Back to what I was saying. This is what I'm saying. Sure. Anyway, back to 15. Isaiah said, what have they seen in your house? Hezekiah answered, they've seen everything. <laughs> Ooh, if he ain't a dumbass. They see everything that's in my house slash palace. There's nothing in my treasuries that I have not shown them. Now, don't he sound like a dum-dum? What's that? He sound like a dummy. A dumbass. Like I said, verse 16, then Hezekiah said, excuse me, then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, hear the word of the most high. Child, 
The most I can rate hit him with it. The most I can rate to hit him with it right now. Now, just tell you how crazy and stupid Hezekiah is. I'm gonna tell you how crazy it is. We just read in verses three in the beginning of 20, three through uh eleven, how the most high granted Hezekiah his life. Because he walked in the will of the Most High, he had faith and he exercised his faith, real true faith, that the Most High said, I'm going to give you extra 15 more years. That's true faith, that the Most High is answering it that fast. But then this fool going to turn around and let the devil in his house and show the devil all his stuff. What is another act of the devil? Because when the devil comes, other devils come with it. It's no such thing as one devil coming. The devil's is coming. If one comes, hundreds come. If somebody's possessed, it ain't one devil in there. There's even a a, um, a parable that Yahshua says uh -huh, about exercising one devil and the devil go, goes out into the um, the wilderness or the desert and brings back many other ones. This is what happens. When you let one devil in, multitudes of devils come in. We see this with Adam and we see this with um Hezekiah right now even today you think there's people you do you you don't think there's people that's walking around this earth that's possessed honey this been happening since uh day one there's uh, many people that's walking around possessed it's in old testament it's in the new testament it's today and now they don't even think about it because half the majority of the world worships devils so they don't even think about it being devils i'm gonna keep going so like I said, verse 16, Hezekiah, um, Isaiah said to him, what did you show him? He said everything. Okay. This is what um, the, mo um, the most high told Isaiah immediately to tell Hezekiah. Hear the word of the most high. Behold, the time is coming when everything that is in your house and that your fathers has stored up until this day will be carried to Babylon. Say what now? So the most high said, oh, you want to show these devils what you got? You're going to show the devils what you have. Well, guess what? The devils is coming to take everything you got. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Nothing will be left, said the most high. The most high said they taking everything and nothing's going to be left. Now, imagine how rich or how wealthy Hezekiah was. Not only was silver and gold, but animals, everything that made the whole kingdom of Yahuda wealthy. So he he opened himself up to the devil and they coming to take it all. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And this is what happens today with us. You keep opening yourself up to the devil, he's taking everything. He's going to take you down because the devil does not like you. I keep saying it. He said he don't like you from the beginning. No, I'm not worshiping um, flesh and blood. That ain't nothing. I'm fire, fire. Why would I bow down to flesh and blood? So that's a smack in the face to the Most High because the Most High said they made in my image. So if the Most High said that humans is made in my image and the devil said, I ain't gonna um, worship them, they ain't nothing. So what is he saying to the Most High? I ain't worshiping you. That's what he says. So automatically he gonna get to the kids. And if you don't believe that, you better go to the book of Revelation, honey. It's plain as day. But half the time, uh, we as dumb humans, we don't even know what's happening in front of our faces because our eyes is closed and our ears is whacked shut. Moving on, verse 18. And some of your sons, your descendants, who will be born to you will be taken away as slaves. Uh-huh. 
and they will become eunuchs, meaning they won't have no genitals. Now I'm going to say this. <laughs> From biblical days, they've been playing with the children of Israel's genitals so at all with them and always cutting them off. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you this. In the United States, that's what they did when they brought the children of Israel over here in bondage. When they start hanging them up and um and um hanging them on trees and doing all stuff, they were so taken by their genitals. They do all kinds of stuff to their genitals. Oh yes, they um they worship those genitals in secret. They're um envious of those genitals in secret. To this day. I told you there's nothing new under the sun, nothing. So I'm going to read 18 again. And some of your sons who are your descendants will that will be born to you will be taken away as slaves. Uh -huh. This is the most high with the most high saying. This is from Hezekiah sh uh, showing all his uh, personal stuff to the devils. Uh-huh. And they will become eunuchs, meaning their members will be cut off in the palace of the king of Babylon. Now I'm going to tell you how detrimental that is. Not only did they get their members cut off, they bring in the best of the best, the king's children, bringing them into the Babylonian kingdom. And they're going to be indoctrinated and they're going to be slaves to the kings of the heathens. Okay. And then they're going to have to watch over their females with no genitals. Tell me that is not psychological slavery on top of physical slavery and anything goes in war i already told you the devil is the master of the art of war you need to start thinking about what these scriptures say you need to start thinking about the magnitude of the stuff that happened to the children of israel and continue to happen when you hear these things that happen to the children of israel and they continue to happen because there's nothing new under the sun solomon then you know who the children of Israel are. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, you know who they are by these scriptures. Don't let nothing pass you because that's what the Ruach does when he teaches you the truth. Nothing's going to get past you. So you're going to know exactly who the children of Israel are. Uh-huh. It's not going to pass by you, honey. It's not going to go over your head and under your feet. It's going to go inside your ears. You're going to hear it and you're going to process it because the Ruach is dealing with you in truth. Moving on, verse 19. Then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, the word of the most high, which you have spoken is good. Now he don't have no other choice but to take that H on his chest and handle it. And take that L because he's about to get it. For he thought it is not good if at least there will be peace and security in my lifetime. Child. You messed that up when you let the devil in. The rest of the acts of Hezekiah and all his might and how he made the Siloam pool and the aqueduct and brought water into the city. Does that sound like somebody who's dumb and don't know nothing? Florida? Uh -huh. Are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Yahuda? And just to let you know, the children of Yahuda are in the land of their bondage today in the United States. And I am one of the children of Yahuda. Hello. 
Verse 21, Hezekiah slept with his fathers in death and Manasseh, his son, became the king in his place. Honey, I'm exhausted. I don't know about you, <laughs> but I'm exhausted at the nonsense that our, chil our children, our forefathers continue to do. I mean, it just never ceases to amaze me, the stupidity of it all. But again, this is not flesh and blood. This is spirit that is running through people, invading human flesh, possessing human flesh. I already told you when Adam gave his power away, the devil put a seed of wickedness inside of Adam and it flourished. This is why we can't stay on the track. This is why, this is why the most high had to take the measures to take a certain people for himself, put the law, statute, precepts, and commands in, set um the time of consummation. This is why the most high had to do this. And he put the blueprint down before all this stuff happened. And then he still let it happen. Go figure. You tell me the, the most high ain't wondrous? Yes, he is. He's still, and he got everything still under control. Honey, honey, this is the most high's world. We just lit squirrels trying to get a nut. That's all we doing. That's all we doing. Now I'm on chapter 21, verses one through two, Manasseh's reign, three to nine, three through nine. His great idolatry child, Manasseh gonna be a seed from hell. Uh, 10 through 16, his wickedness causes prophecies against Yahoo the child. Uh, 17 through 18, um, Amnon succeeds him. 19 through 22, Amnon's wicked reign, uh, 23 to 26, he, um, he being slain by his servants and those murderers slain by the people. Josiah is made king. Oh my, I'm exhausted just reading out those highlights. I'm exhausted. I am exhausted, child. All of this stuff that's happening because everybody want to be wicked. I already told you. Now he's wicked to the bone, baby. But that does not... Um, take away the fact that these are the most high's children. And what did the most high say he gonna do to the rebels? He gonna wipe them out. Uh-huh, by any means. And this is exactly what's happening. And when these kings turn wicked, knowing they're going, well, half of their fathers wasn't wicked. Some fathers wasn't wicked, but these kings just came out and just started being wicked. How is that? Because a seed of wickedness was planted in Adam in the beginning. This is why the most high did what he did. Now, I'm telling you the root cause of everything. Everybody keep asking all these rhetorical questions. Well, why is this happening? Why is that happening? I'm telling you the answer. And you still can't receive it. Why? Because a carnal question cannot receive a spiritual answer. Every, every answer cannot be carnal. The carnal question is, why do the children of Israel, the whole children of Israel keep suffering? Why do they keep putting us in slavery? Why do they keep... Um, uh, discriminated against us why they keep doing stuff to us why they keep shooting us why they keep doing this why they keep doing that why they don't like us why we at the bottom this that why 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 damn it i'm telling you why the spiritual answer is because you don't listen the most high put the law statutes precepts and commands in before the foundation of the world the blueprint is that you're supposed to be listening to the most high everybody and you already know since uh genesis to two kings that nobody listened to nothing this is why Deuteronomy 28 will be perpetual until the end of time. That's the answer. It's a spiritual answer. It's not a fleshly answer. So stop asking fleshly questions and wanting a fleshly answer because you're not going to get one. Now I'm on uh, 20. Yes, that's my rant. Just letting you know because enough is enough. 
I mean, how many times can you be, ex how many times can it be explained to you? How many times can it be shown in front of your face and you still keep asking the same questions? That's just dumb. Now you're being a dumb ass, an ignorant donkey. That's what you're being. Enough is enough. Verse 21. I got to get on the children of Israel because uh, it's just too much. It's too much. This is how frustrating it is. And this is how frustrated the, um, the, um, the prophets were at the children because they still kept bumping their head wanting to have a different result when it's still the same result all the time. I mean, that is the ultimate definition of madness, doing the same thing and expecting a different result. It's never going to happen until you change your mind. The children who are turn, um, called by my name, turn from your wicked ways and repent. I mean, this is the answer. The children who are called by my name, turn from your wicked ways and repent. Turn from your ways, meaning change your mind from out of the devil's uh, realm, come out of her and come to my realm. Choose ye for, choose me. Choose, seek ye first my kingdom and my righteousness. Choose ye this day who you gonna rock with. Is it gonna be the devil on the left or is it gonna be the most high on the right? You choose. You're choosing your own damnation or your own saving. You choose that. Nobody else. Now we are on this last one and then that'll be that. <laughs> you see the, the ups and downs of the roller coaster of the children of Israel's lives. They just keep going over and over and over and over. It's just a mess. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a confession. I got to make a confession. I already told you every time I say something, y'all going to learn something about me. I have never been in my whole life as excited to read and, and meditate on this Bible and um, all the books that I do. I feel like it's a privilege. That's how excited I get, really. And this is why I always say you have to know who you are because if somebody who's been a pauper, meaning somebody poor, been a pauper all their lives and they find out that they belong to a king and a kingdom you're gonna behave like a prince and a princess you're no longer gonna behave like that pauper and when you start walking in the will of the most high and knowing who you are and who you belong to you're gonna start acting like you are the children of the most high now, everybody's not going to act like that, but for the most part, that's what they're going to act like. This is why the Most High in his last days is going to pour out his spirit and do whatever he's going to do, every wonder he needs to do to bring the children of Israel to where they need to be. Dust them off from being paupers and letting them know that they got a rich inheritance. So start acting like the princes and princesses that they are. And the scriptures even say when the Most High calls his children princes, and princesses he calls them that and from now on when we when i do the um the uh, readings i'm gonna point that out just to let you know because you are the, ch the child of a king children of israel you the child of children you're the children of the king you need to start acting like it and stop acting like heathens. Don't act like this world. That's why the Most High said, come out of her. How many times do the Most High got to say it? 
everything that you do is abiding by this world. And who is the king of this world and who is his ruler? The devil is the king of this world. The devil is the God of this world and he's the prince of this air. That's why the Most High said, come out of her. You have to come out of her spiritually and with your behavior. Your thoughts and your actions dictate where you're going to go, whether you're going to be chaff or wheat. Understand what I'm saying? Now we're going to go to 21 and then I'm going to get on out of here. Manasseh succeeds Hezekiah. Now remember, um, Hezekiah um, was a good king. Okay, he was a righteous king. He wasn't the smartest king in the world when it come down to keeping his stuff on the hush. But he was a good king. And he we, we know this because he the Most High gave him life 15 more years. Okay? The Most High gave him 15 more years. But what did he do? He turned around and he let the devil in. Literally. And the devil, what does the devil do? Come to steal kill, destroy, divide, conquer. I mean, everything. And that's exactly what he did when he let the king of Babylon in his house. Now that's the beginning of the end for the children. Okay. And I'm gonna point that out later on, but just hold that in the back of your mind. Hold it in the back of your mind because it's important. Because those bridges that um, I told you, they're going to come up. And I'll talk about it again. All right? Hold on. Let me. I'm going to keep this here. All right. When I say hold on, I'm putting tabs everywhere. So <laughs> I'm trying to multitask people. Okay. 21. Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king. And he reigned 55 years yeah, in, Jeru yeah, in Jerusalem. This is Manasseh. His mother's name was Hephzipha. He did great evil in the sight of the Most High. Now, remember, this is the king of Israel. Yeah, Hezekiah. Wait a minute. Give me one second. Because Hezekiah was Yahuda. And it's saying Israel. I don't understand why. Just give me one minute. Because I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm looking. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why they're saying this. This is... The invasion of the 14th year of King Hezekiah. Yeah. So Hezekiah is supposed to be over Yahuda, but anyway, I don't know why you're saying that because Hezekiah was the king of Yahuda, but Manasseh is his father. Manasseh, sorry, Manasseh is his son. And he um, is the king of um, Jerusalem. I guess they moved forward into Jerusalem. Okay. And he did great evil in the sight of the Most High in accordance with the idolatrous, repulsive acts of the pagan nations like they're doing now. 
to whom the Most High dispossessed before the sons of Israel. So the Most High put them out. For he rebuilt the high places for the worship of the pagan, pagan gods. This is how wicked Manasseh is. And you know this, um, I'm going to get to that later. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something after I read this. I'll tell you. Anyway, um, he went put everything back that his father and them took down, which his father Hezekiah had destroyed. He set up altars for Baal, that's more devils, and made images of the Ashtaroth. You already know that. That's the pole to the goddess. Just as Ahab, the king of Israel, has done. And he worshiped all the starry hosts of heaven. That means he practiced um, the zodiac. That's what he did. And one of the laws is not to do that. You see all the laws that he's been breaking? I didn't, I didn't mention uh, many of laws that he broke. A whole bunch of laws he broke. And he built pagan altars in the temple of the Most High, which the Most High has said, in Jerusalem, I will put my name and my presence. So what did uh, uh, Manasseh do? Slapped the Most High in the face, disrespected him right to his face. Uh -huh. And he built altars for all the hosts of heaven in the two courtyards of the house of the most high giving a slap in the face of the most high and he made his son pass through the fire so he sacrificed his son burned his son to death as an offering to moloch i'm gonna tell who i'm gonna tell you who else fell to moloch too solomon why because he loved them hoes solomon fell to moloch because he wanted some drawers that's what he wanted Ooh, Solomon loved himself some hoes. His Achilles heel was a hoe. Back to what I was saying. Verse 6. And Manasseh made his son pass through the fire and burnt him as an offering to Moloch. And he practiced witchcraft and divination and dealt with mediums and soothsayers. What are you doing today? Same thing they was doing in biblical days. They doing all of that. Even the children of Israel is doing it today. That's why somebody could walk down the street and kill somebody and it'd be business as usual because they don't listen to the law, statutes, precepts, and commands. They ain't never went away, people. The laws never went away. So you telling me that you could just go back and start doing all the stuff that's in the laws. Oh yeah, you, do, you don't have to listen to the laws no more. Uh-uh, don't listen to them. Okay, well, you could, you could do that at your own peril. Good luck with that. Good luck with it. Uh-huh. This is what this old wicked old king um, Manasseh was doing. He just did everything he wanted to. He was just a spawn from the devil. That's what he was. Just like Cain from, the, um, from Adam. <laughs> he did great evil in the sight of the Most High, provoking him to anger. Oh, yes, honey. Ooh. Ooh. The Most High gonna put his foot all up in Manasseh's face on his neck he made a carved image of the goddess Astaroth and set it up in the Most High's temple 
Uh-huh. Of which the Most High said to David and to his son Solomon, in this house and in Jerusalem, in the tribe of Yahuda, which I have chosen from all the tribes of Israel. Remember, Yahuda is the third son, the king, the line of the kings. Um, uh, Levi is the, um, I'm sorry, Yahuda is the fourth son, sorry, the line of the kings. Um, Levi, Levi is the third son the line of the priest, Yeshua, his whole stock, meaning his physical DNA is from the line of the kings and the line of the priest. What's three and four? Seven, perfect number. Honey, you're not going to play with the most high. That's what you're not going to do. You're not going to play with the most high, baby. Uh-uh, that's not what you're going to do. And what did the most high say about Yahuda, who is the fourth son, the line of the kings? They're going to always be kings. Yahuda's line gonna always be the kings. Mm-hmm. But this king right here is smacking the most high in the face. Because the most high said, I will put my in the tribe of Yahuda, which I have chosen from all the tribes of Israel, and I'm gonna put my name on them forever. Now, where is the tribe of Yahuda today? Where they at? And I'm saying it just like that. Where they at? All over the four corners of the globe in bondage. The, the line of the kings are currently in the land of their captivity. What does that mean? The land of their slavery. If your mama, your daddy, your great grandmama, your greasy, greasy, whoever, if they came over here, and I'm just being smart, if they came over here in bondage from Africa, to your land, to your neck of the woods, wherever in the four corners of the globe, you in the line of the kings. Yahuda, living currently in the land of your captivity. Moving on. Verse eight. And I will not make the feet of Israel wander anymore from the land, is the most high saying it, in which I gave their fathers if only they would be careful to act in accordance with everything that I have commanded them, laws, statutes, precepts, and commands, with all the law that my servant Moses had commanded them, laws, statutes, precepts, and commands, Deuteronomy 28, if you don't listen. Aha, uh -huh, blessings and curses. This is why we all curse right now. We are not the curses of him. It's the curses of the children of Israel when you don't listen. But they did not listen. Verse 9. And Manasseh seduced them to do more evil than the nations whom the Most High destroyed before the sons, which are the descendants of Israel. So he just heathened up, honey. He, he allowed the devil to just come on into him and just destroy the children. Yes, honey. There's a scripture in the New Testament that said they are from us, but they not of us. Meaning... The children of the Most High do have children that's wicked and will become tares among the wheat, even though they was born a week. I mean, wheat. They was born a week and they become tares. Oh, you better know it, honey. Just like Yahshua said, I had 12 uh, disciples and one of them was a devil. And guess what? That devil one was a child of Israel. Stop playing. This is why we in the situation we're in. Um, this rabbit hole goes deep. Deeper than any hole you know. Back to what I was saying. Verse 10. Now the Most High spoke 
through his servants, the prophets, saying, because Manasseh, the king of Yahuda, has committed these repulsive acts, having done more evil than all the Amorites who were before him and also made Yahuda sin with the idols. So this king is making a whole kingdom sin. Oh, most high gonna rain on him, honey. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Therefore, thus saith the most high, the El of Israel, behold, hold on. I am bringing such catastrophe on Jerusalem and Yahudah, both kingdoms, that everyone who hears it, both of his ears will ring from the shock. Oh, the Most High is not playing with none of us, honey. Oh, no. I will stretch over Jerusalem, the measuring line of Samaria, and the plummet of the house of Ahab. And I will wipe Jerusalem clean, just as one wipes a dirty bowl clean, a dirty toilet bowl clean. I'm going to wipe y'all clean, honey, because you dirty toilets. I'm going to scrub you. Wiping it and turning it upside down. Ooh, the most high's not playing with us. Verse 14, I will abandon the remnant of my inheritance. Listen to what the most high is saying, honey. And hand them over to their enemies. What? Who gonna hand it over to their enemies? You know what it is. You know what it is. You need to start waking up, honey. You was handed over to your enemies on one more than one occasion. You was handed over to your enemies. Your ancestors was handed over to their enemies. Why? Because they don't listen to nobody. You need to start listening. We start listening, we will be much better off. For the people who are called by my name, turn from your wicked ways and repent. That means change your mind and come to me. Choose me. I done said this Wednesday. Again, I'm going to read it. Verse 14, I will abandon the remnant of my children and my inheritance and hand them over to their enemies. And they will become plunder and spoil to all their enemies. All of them. About the children of Israel. Oh, everybody gonna get you all. Everybody. I don't care if I made you beautiful, powerful, uh, smart, rich. I'm letting everybody get to y'all because you don't listen. Stop playing. Because they have done evil in my sight and have been provoking me to anger since the day their fathers came out of Egypt to this day. <laughs> the most high is not playing, child. The most high is tired. The most high is tired. You see how he keep running after these kids? Just running after them after they keep slapping them, slapping them, slapping them. Now the most high going to turn his back and it's going to be curtains for us. Curtains. Verse 16, moreover, Manasseh shed a very great quantity of innocent blood until he had filled Jerusalem from one end to another. Besides his sin, with which he made Judah sin by doing evil in the sight of the Most High. And the bridge of that is 2 Chronicles 33, 1 through 10. But the rest of the acts of Manasseh and everything he did and all the sin that he committed, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Yahudah? Manasseh slept with his fathers until death and was buried with great 
excuse me, and was buried in the great, sorry, <laughs> buried in the garden of his own house. Um, and his son Amnon became king in his place. Now, let me just tell you about Manasseh. Manasseh was a wicked old thing. Manasseh was wicked. He was so wicked. You're going to hear more about him. He sword, he had Isaiah's sword in two with a wooden sword. He literally got somebody to throw Isaiah down and saw him in half while he was screaming. Well, Isaiah wasn't screaming, but they threw uh, Isaiah down and they sawed him in half in front of um, Manasseh because Manasseh didn't like what Isaiah said from the most high. I told you, honey, they get rid of the prophets. The prophets, when they bring that word of the most high, people get pissed off. And he was a king. Manasseh was the king. And he got mad and uh, got uh, Isaiah sword in half. And we're going to read that when we get to Isaiah. We got a little while to go for Isaiah, but you'll read a little more in the Chronicles. But yes, that's what he did to Isaiah. Yes, he did. Anyway, there's some other books about uh, Manasseh too. That the um, that was taken out of these scriptures, uh huh. The prayer of Manasseh, you better know that too. How he was begging the Most High, please. I'm so sorry. Yeah, child, you would never know that if you just keep sticking with this Bible. I told you the Bible's only one puzzle piece of hundreds of other ones. You'll have more questions than answers reading this Bible. But no, don't take my Jesus. I'm just saying, Amnon exceeds Manasseh succeeds Manasseh. Verse 19, Amnon was 24 years old when he became king and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Meshulamath, the daughter of Horus of Jotbath. He also did evil in the sight. This is the nonsense. He also did evil in the sight of the Most High, just as his father Manasseh did. And this is in 2 Kings 23, 36, uh, 27, 24. And um, those are the chapters and uh, three and four. Oh boy. We're going to be hearing this soon. We're going to hear it soon, probably next week. He walked in all the evil ways of his fathers. Uh-huh. And he served the idols that his father served. Mm -hmm. And he worshiped them. He abandoned the Most High, the El of Yasharel. And he did not walk in the way of the Most High. This is Amnon. Ammon, sorry, Ammon. But the servants of Ammon conspired against him. Listen, because the Most High is not playing with these kings that's acting like heathens. You know better. You know better. You know better. It's not like you don't know, children of Israel. But the servants of Ammon, I keep saying Ammon, sorry. Ammon is uh, Solomon's son. Ammon conspired against him and killed him in his own palace. Thank you. Couldn't have happened to a better king. Ah, sucks to be him. Verse 24. Then the people of the land of Yahuda killed all those who had conspired against King Ammon and the people of the land made his son Jos Josiah son of his place. Now the rest of the acts of Ammon, which he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Yahuda? 
He was buried in his tomb in the garden of Uzzah. And his son, Josiah, became the king in his place. You see the nonsense we keep going through? It's like a roller coaster. I already told you. Children of Israel got a long history of insubordination. Oh, they don't listen to nobody. You know who the children of Israel are. There's nobody like the children of Israel. Nobody. They the stiffest necks. They necks is so damn stiff. They got the stiffest necks. They don't listen to nobody. They don't believe one another. They don't, they don't care nothing about one another. Everybody else's nation is better than their nation. They don't do nothing but kill themselves. That's what they do. With all the stuff that they believe against one another, with all the things that they do against one another, guess what? They're killing themselves because you are a part of the children of Israel. When one person in the children of Israel stabs uh, another person of the children of Israel in the back or physically hurts them, it's counted against them and things happen to them because the Most High is not playing with any of us especially the children of Israel. This is why we got to keep going through these hellified roller coasters. And we do go to them. Nobody don't go uh, through stuff worse than us. Psychologically, physically, nobody don't go through um, stuff worse than us. And I'm not talking about wars and all that because wars are inevitable because the devil is here. The wars are inevitable. Remember, the devil has children and the devil has listeners. So once you're doing that, the Most High already sent out you're going to reap what you sow. But the children of Israel, they was born as the lot of the Most High. So if you're born in, in the lot of the Most High and you're supposed to know these things and you turn around and you do something that opposes the Most High by not listening, do you not think that you're putting um, X's on your life so that you don't go to the next life? This is why the Most High calls many of the children rebels and that's why it's only going to be a remnant. I'm trying to get y'all there. I'm trying to get y'all there. I'm really trying. I'm trying to get you there so that you can know that you are a child of the king. I'm trying to get you there in every way I could possibly get you. Every way. And I'm sure there's other people that's trying to get you there too in their way. Okay. I cannot deny that. I never denied that. But it just is what it is. It is what it is. We got to get it together, people. We have to. Time is running out. Time waits for nobody. It's running out. So with this lesson, I hope I hyped you up enough to have the zeal to look at these scriptures and know that it's your history, children of Israel. It's your history. I hope that you um, enjoy your Sabbath. I hope that you get to enjoy your family and the time that you have. I hope that you could take a couple of deep breaths, inhale and exhale, and be able to enjoy the air and the quality of air and the ability that the most high, um, well, the blessing that the most high allows you to have the ability to take in that air and be able to live and continue to love and support and do all the things that you do for your family and your loved ones. Um, please don't forget uh, not to leave the most high out. Don't forget um that he should be first because he's the one who supplies all your needs. Okay. All your needs for you and your family, all your abilities. Okay. Um, I hope that you enjoy your day and um, have the zeal for the most high to seek him for your first, uh, for yourself, seek him first and everything else is going to be added unto you. With that, I say, enjoy your day and Shabbat Shalom.
Hello, I just wanted to say something before um, I signed off. That event that um, the few hours went back, even though that happened there, that's not the event I'm talking about. I got a little confused. The event that the time um, stood still is when there was a war. And I believe Joshua, who was Joshua, prayed for the... Um, for the sun to stand still. That's what I meant. Even though um, Hezekiah, um, the time went back for him. That was a personal thing. The time that um, time itself stood still is definitely a phenomena in history. So that's what I meant. So not this time. Just um, correcting myself. All right. Thanks. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth for the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today thanks Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.